Hello, dedicated DJS listeners, this is Joey, the newest addition to drinks, jokes, and storytelling. You can now watch Joel, Mark, and Richie bust balls, tell jokes, and shoot the shit live every week on YouTube and Facebook. That's right, we're coming for all your senses. Sight, sound, and next will be smell. Follow our Facebook page, Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling, and subscribe to Soul Joel TV on YouTube to see us live every Wednesday. We'll see you there, and don't forget, the first one's on us. Do it again. Of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world. You're listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. The martini, shaken, not stirred. Don't try and church it up, son. You can't handle the truth. I am big. The picture that got small. Your first one's on us. Folks, you are watching Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. I'm your host, the Chief Biscuit Dunker himself, Mark Riccadonna. With me as always, Richie Byrne. And your producer, Soul Joel. <laughs> you almost pointed the wrong way, Mark. I know. Yesterday, it's very I hard. Trick. I had the trick yesterday. Yeah, the, uh... <laughs> Guys, it's great to see you. I'm always happy to see another human being that's not my like children. It's great to see you guys. It's been a long 24 hours without you. Yep. I, uh, um, so, Richie, uh, you're at, everybody is in the same places, Long Island? Yeah. Uh, I do have some news. Um, yeah. I woke up this morning to a text about Jimmy Cano uh, oh. saying Jimmy had posted yesterday on Facebook that he was doing much better. And uh, if you saw, if anyone knows him, you saw the, the, the post. It was great. I woke up yeah. and the post was on my text. And then it was a number I didn't know. So I wrote, is this Jenna? And he goes, no, it's Jimmy. Jimmy sent it to me. And I go, dude, are you okay? How are you doing? And he called me. So I got to talk to him. And he sounds great. Uh, they gave him that, that malaria drug. And it saved his life. He said, he told me last Thursday he had resided himself to the fact that he was going to die. Oh, How about that? That's crazy, man. So uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to try and talk to him, Mark, and try and get him on the show for a few minutes on Monday. That'd be, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah just to yeah, so. him. Another fellow uh, alumni of the show, Jeffy, Jeffrey Gurian, is uh, in the hospital currently. No. Yeah. 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 Oh. I saw DeMeo oh. and uh, Brennan both uh, posted that. And, uh, no. And Ron we love Jeffrey. Oh my God! Yeah. Well, get well, Jeffrey. So yeah. how we like to start every show? Yeah, we'll uh, keep everybody up to date on that. That's definitely look at Joel's. Look at Joel's oh. boozing it up. Yeah, Joel drinks for one day, and everything else has to stop. <laughs> look at this him. Is two days. Him. This is two, two days. days. Stop He's... you! Stop yelling at me, Richie Byrne. I'm not yelling. It's just me talking. It's, it's Joel looking like a uh, one of the Price is Right models. No, I was talking about the girls that are always. Oh, <laughs> a new oh, car! The... And uh, we got Richie yelling at Joel like an uh, angry uncle. Um, <laughs> you kids, get off my lawn! Speaking of being an angry uncle, let's bring on our guest before we move forward because this guy is. Basically, our little brother in comedy. 
Yes, and probably the uh, youngest the youngest person ever on the show. Yeah. Yep. He's breaking barriers. He's oh. getting Oh, right, sorry, under, sorry. right underneath me is the greatest generation. Joel is basically a millennial, and I'm a generation. <laughs> I am Gen not the greatest generation. Let me tell you, when we got those Japs in Italy. <laughs> the Japs in Italy. <laughs> Everybody had that uncle or grandfather that told you stories of, when I was in Anzio. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's bring him out. Without further ado, one of our favorite people on the planet. Very special and, guest. Go ahead, yep. Joe. No, I was going to say it. Uh, also, uh, oh, 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 well, take yeah, Richie's breath. Just take Richie's better. breath away. I'm, I'm going to need a few minutes. <laughs> We know Sorry, Richie guys. only likes other women. This, the <laughs> CDC told me to only have sex with myself right now, so do that again, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> You're even me. getting rejected there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Donigan, it's great to have you on. Good Brandon Donigan, what's up, yeah. kid? I feel like Good it's been be too long, man. I know. I feel like I haven't... Uh... Richie was the last person that I saw right before all this uh, happened. Literally, like the day before coronavirus really well, broke out. <laughs> Richie and I were in the city, <laughs> hanging out. Uh, probably the oh, things a lot. I, I actually can't believe that Richie explained to you why you might be in further danger. Like the fact that Richie was ahead of things and you mm -hmm. weren't. Yeah. Well, I am yeah, a physician's assistant. Yeah, he does work for Doctor <laughs> Oz. Yeah, he's having so much fun, and we're only five minutes in. Yeah, I did, though. Yeah, I said to you, you have to be careful and because you're diabetic. I, I hope you don't care that I just told the world. <laughs> people know. It's okay. For all the people watching us. And, yeah. uh, you know, you're, you're immune deficient. You're immune deficient. Yeah. And you really need to be careful. And I was worried about you, bro. And then the next day, they shut down the, the whole world, so it didn't matter. Yeah. It was crazy. Uh, we, Richie and I were hanging out, uh, getting ready to do danger fields. And I got there like an hour early, but they don't open the doors until eight o'clock. So I text Joel and I'm like, Hey man, is Richie around? Like I'm like just sitting around here in the city and I can't get in. And I called Richie and he's like, yeah, I'm at this bar. I forget what it was called. I turned around. I was right outside the bar that Richie was already in. I was standing out there for like 10 minutes. And then we well, just went and you would think when that knowing me now, you would go, oh, there's a bar. Let me just walk in there. That's true. <laughs> I, I should have known. Joel, uh, 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 or I mean, Richie, you're kind of like uh, Jesus when it comes to bars. You're everywhere. You're <laughs> always at the front. If you're at a bar, Richie is there with you. Well, He's with you at all times. <laughs> remember, at my roast, Mike Keegan had a great line at my roast where he said, right now every bar in Nassau County is completely empty. Yeah, it was a great line. <laughs> Joel's Speaking still getting of, business done, baby, during the quarantine. During quarantine, he's still out texting and doing it's this thing. He's masturbating, so I hope he's texting. Well, Joel, are you, <laughs> have you posted anything? Because so far I haven't gotten anything. His his I, phone hasn't fallen over. I learned from my mistakes. I am I am uh, right now posting without 
tagging Richie, but I'm about to tag him in a minute. So tag because I want to see if I thought I fixed it, but maybe I didn't. Hold on to your phone, Richie. It's no, I, be a rough ride. I know how much you guys love it when it falls. So, <laughs> so Brendan actually uh, with R Richie, uh, we got you guys both um, booked on an episode of Turdy Works, which is going to be on TNT and TBS uh, this summer. And yes, thank you, Joel. Yeah, not on Good TNT, work. But, but TBS. <laughs> Great segue. <laughs> yeah, they're okay, not playing. So, uh, uh, they're not playing the uh, Sports Center, and then putting me and Richie on right after on TNT. <laughs> I'll go back to texting. You guys talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> well, let's start the show how we start every show with the drink. Guy <laughs> gets us one gig. Wait, hold on, hold on. Brendan, guy gets us one gig and he's got to throw it out before we even talk about what drinks we have. Hey, just so you guys know, I booked uh, Richie and Brendan three months ago. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> It was for a poop show. Yeah, it was a <laughs> show about shit. Yeah, it was fun though. And so, uh, <laughs> all right, let's do our drinks. So we know Joel's drinking a nice white girl white wine. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it's red. It's red. It's red. Oh, it's my red. God. Look at him. He's like a Billy Joel song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am drinking a espresso with homemade Kahlua and nice. a homemade biscotti to dunk. Look at you. Mommy sent you some stuff. Oh, this, yeah, they were in our freezer. Nice, nice. Yeah. I am going old school. Just a little Coors Light right now. A little Coors nice. Light. Nice. I like Coors it. Light. Don again, what oh. are you drinking, buddy? I ran out of my Miller Highlights from last night, and I dug up some whiskey. Ooh. Nice. There we go. I don't know what it is. I'm not even a big whiskey guy. Let me it's, see. Uh, Let me see the bottle, bro. Oh, <laughs> Shivers. Shivers. All right. Shivas, Shivas, look, I'm not Spanish, but it tastes pretty good. Shivas, <laughs> very nice. Very it's nice. Royal. So, oh, yeah. uh, fellas, now we're going to move on to the joke. Uh, Donegan, do you have a joke to share with us? I do. Mark, you probably would be the one to know this one. Uh, it's a, a Kevin Nealon street joke, and you know I love Kevin Nealon. Oh, he's, he's the best. I think he's so funny. And this joke, every time I hear it, it still makes me laugh. It's so stupid. It goes, um, he goes, you know, everything's so sexual nowadays. I was walking down the street and I saw this woman and she was wearing, you know, those shorts with her ass hanging out the back of them. He goes, yeah, it wasn't very appealing though. They were long shorts. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. So good. It's one of my favorite jokes ever. I like Richie hasn't gotten the joke. I didn't, I didn't get it. I, <laughs> I fell asleep in the middle of it. I'm sorry. It was two seconds long. Call me. I know. I, I lost. I lost. I don't know. I just got like, I don't know. I was thinking about his Joel. His jo <laughs> I was thinking that Joel put me on the feed. And Don't worry and about what I'm doing. Well, you know what it is? He, and somebody said to me, tell Joel to stop looking down. I'm like, no, don't worry about Joel. He doesn't add enough to the show. It's okay. He's just posting. Did you see Corey? Corey wrote in the feed. I keep getting notifications that Joel's sharing the feed. I can't watch it because all I see is notifications. <laughs> I'm done. Now. I'm done. 
So that's great. Well, You're I'm notifying not people who are watching it. Good job. <laughs> Tell them to keep watching. Hey, make sure you watch tomorrow. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, a live show. So, Donegan, you um, obviously aren't working in comedy. Did this affect your day gig? No, I'm actually, I work for a company that, um, you know, for the most part, we were, we're still able to do because it's a recruiting job. So we're just all working remotely right now. So some of our clients are being affected. So a little bit, you know, we might slow down a little bit, but for the most part, everyone in our company is just working from home. Um, but it's a lot of things are changing. Like, you know, I'm a recruiter, so I set people up for interviews. Um, so now all of the interviews typically would be in person or they come in and they do a shadow day with the team. That's all over the computer now, which is so weird. Like people are, we're going to be taking a new job. They have to sort of see what the environment is like, like this, which is kind of weird. So that's probably the biggest difference, but for the most part, for me, it's still business as usual. You know, you're okay. going to get an influx of comedians who need work, so yeah. you'll be talking to all your colleagues at your day job. I know. Richie <laughs> fell asleep again in the middle of me saying that. I could tell. No, I, I was actually <laughs> thinking. Well, I listened to that better than I listened to the joke. I know <laughs> that's a good Kevin Neal bit. You got to watch that set. It's on uh, David Letterman. It's so funny. I'm gonna. I'm, you got to tell it to me again later. Don't tell it now, because. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you um, guys drinking? What? Did somebody what say something? Guys, uh, how has it been? You know, with work for you guys. I mean, I know that Richie's unemployed right now. Joel, Mark. I mean, when do you guys think that this is going to come back? I was just looking at my calendar today. Um, I don't have anything on the books that is going to happen until like may because everybody canceled everything so i'm really sweating what i'm going to do uh, luckily i have a writing job right now that i'm writing but that's going to be over in about a month so i'll have another yeah. month to try to i think survive. i think um i think a lot's going to depend on this test that they say they can take if you've already had it right. with you know and they're saying they're going to have that test soon and if you've had it already, they think you can go back. So if that's the case, a lot of us are going to already find out we had it and we can go back to work. We can go back, you know, so we'll see. I, I, I think I don't like right now they're talking like May, June, but they really don't Donnie know. T is saying Easter. Donnie what? T is saying we, we, he wants to be back by Easter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, that's I, 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 I and they're giving him a lot of crap for that. I just think he needed to give America a date. Hope. Yeah. Hope. We all need hope. Right. And and I think that a week before Easter, he may go, okay, we're not ready, but how about May 1st? Like, he's just got to – people need to hear a date. I'm sorry. They do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah, you well, can't I just mean, assume. They got to do, well, when? Easter. And, and all he said was, I'm hopeful for easter that's all he said he didn't say definitely easter he just said i'm hopeful for easter yeah and, and fauci almost had a heart attack fauci was like so that scared me a little because fauci was like uh he said it i didn't so yeah oh my god I, so Brendan, have you been more careful based on the fact that you are diabetic have you stayed you know, away? Uh, 
I should be. I mean, I, I haven't been doing anything. I've just been following the normal guidelines like everybody else. I've just been staying inside, you know, washing my hands, you know, whenever I get inside. I mean, no, nothing crazy. Like, I'm not taking extra precautions that other people aren't doing right now. It's pretty much the same. I mean, um, you know what this you know. show has done for me? It's made me realize that I touch my face a lot. Because yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, literally sitting here, I'm going like. Right. I, t I, I can't get over. There's only one part of my body I touch more than my face, and we're not going to talk about that. But well, you're, <laughs> you're, you're touching that now. You're touching that right now. Well, yeah. Brendan came out with his shirt up, Mark. What am I? I'm only human. <laughs> yeah, and Brendan, Brendan's face says he just got back from spring break. What's up? That's right. Have you seen the videos of the spring breakers? There's uh, all these videos of a bunch of college kids on spring break right now who are like, yeah, if we get Corona, we get Corona. You're not, not going to let it ruin our spring break. And people are obviously freaking out because of how <laughs> ignorant it is. The, yeah. The, my, the problem with that is, is I get it. They're young and their, their immune systems are probably stronger, but they're from all over the country. They're yeah. all getting it and then going back home and getting their parents sick who they're staying yeah. with the rest of spring break. And right. their parents are the ones that are of the you know age that yeah, they have to worry that. about it. And it's yeah. a, I mean, it's just a selfish dick move. You well, know? My, favorite, my favorite thing was these kids in Kentucky yesterday. I think it was Kentucky. Might've been uh, South Carolina. I don't care about, but they had a, uh, they had a coronavirus yeah. party. Like they, they were like, oh, we're going to have a coronavirus party, but, and then one of them got tested positive, these idiots. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that totally yeah. makes sense. Colleen yeah, brought up a really great. great point. She said, I'm a teacher, and those jackasses are the reason we're probably not going to be out of school for the rest of the year. And uh, right. it's so true. I mean, how are you supposed to send your kids to basically a Petri dish uh, to have them come home and then they get watched by their grandparents who are the ones that could get sick. It's, right. it's just a, it's a selfish dickhead thing to not take it serious. You know, we're breaking, it. we're breaking our own rule right now. And I, I, and I started it. And that was, we've been talking about coronavirus for like 10 minutes. I'm glad yeah. you acknowledged it. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're That's not okay. supposed to do that. I started drinking and you became a buzzkill. It's great, great timing. <laughs> so, Donigan, how did you get started in this? What was your first move into getting in the stand-up? My first what, move what was, are you doing? Uh, <laughs> was this guy, Jolski. Oh, is that yeah. what he's doing? Uh, yeah, I think so. That or Joel drank that whole bottle, just so you know. One... <laughs> You know what happened, Mark? One day he got started, and three a year and a half later, he was opening for a woman who sells shit. <laughs> you sell a lot of stuff, Richie. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan got the joke. <laughs> so, did uh, you get started in Philly? What, your first time on stage, was that the Kevin Farley show? Uh, that was like my second or third time maybe on stage. So the first time I ever got on stage was I went to – I was with uh, Sam, who's my now girlfriend, but we were not dating at the time, but we worked together. 
and she heard that there was a show at Valley Forge Casino, and she's like, let's go, it's St. Patrick's Day, like there was nothing else going on, and I'm like, I don't want to go, it's St. Patrick's Day, and they're like, come on, it'll be a lot of fun, so they talked me into it, I went, and uh, I had done stand-up once in college, I did a competition, it was called the Last Comic Standing Competition, and I won that, and then uh, I always wanted to do it, and then after college, I just started working, and I never got back into it for like two years, and I desperately wanted to do it. I just didn't know how. So I went to Valley Forge. I met, I saw Joel, and uh, I can't remember who was. Oh, it was Chris Monty. Chris Monty was headlining, and he and, killed. Uh, and Helene Angley. Yeah, and Helene. And then there was this other kid on the show uh, who did a guest spot. And I remember thinking, I could do better than that. Uh, like, I got to get back into this. And, and that I, kid uh, was Vinny Nardiello. <laughs> so i uh i went up to joel after the show and i was with two pretty girls one of them being my girlfriend and then this other girl that we work with and i was like hey man how do i get involved do you do an open mic or whatever and i think joel saw the two girls and was like oh uh hang out with man. older women and come back yeah might have a shot here <laughs> you should have shown up with your mother <laughs> I know. Well, that's why he put me on stage because he was like, "I got no use for these chicks, but I can, I can put you to work." <laughs> <laughs> but so I go, "How do I get involved? Do you have an open mic?" And he goes, "I'll put you on. I'll give you five minutes." And I was like, "Really?" Yeah. So then Joel put me on stage, and it was, uh, it was Larry Bea, Sean Morton, and Vanessa Hollingshead, and he gave me a guest spot. And I did five minutes and I brought all of my friends and then uh, it went okay. You know, I did five minutes, you know, looking back, it was probably terrible. And then uh, I just, I kept coming back every so often. And then next time Joel goes, Hey, do you want to open up for Kevin Farley? Uh, I was like, yes, please. And then I go and it's at Joel's uh, it's in Palmyra and Joel's, you know, where around where Joel lives now. And I walk in, and I'm so nervous. I'm so excited to be like meeting Kevin. And then that's when I first met Mark. And I look yeah. over and I just see this this guy. He's in the corner. He's got a six pack to himself. He's just <laughs> he, he, he's tweeting funny jokes and like giggling, like at himself. Just seemed like he was having the best time. Six pack <laughs> of like these like more like, highlights or something. And uh, and then Mark gets so I do my. Uh, my five or, or seven or whatever it was like goes okay. Mark gets up and murders doing you know <laughs> all, all the stuff that I've seen him you know do now from having worked with Mark. But I'm like, who is this guy? And Mark just absolutely destroyed after like killing a six pack and just gets <laughs> up on stage like and does great. And then after that was you know the rest is history. I just kept in touch with Joel and Joel kept you know giving me spots here and there. And then it started being more consistent, more consistent. And then. I met Richie on the uh, on the first tour that we did. Uh, it was me, Mark, Joel, Richie, and Dustin. Um, Jeez, I don't even a, I don't remember that. It was. Um, Are you serious? We did the yeah. red, white, and blue. Red, white. No, and I remember blue. the tour, but I don't remember Brendan being on it. Yeah, I, I drove like five hours with Joel. We spent like two days together. <laughs> well, we did. We did. We did Valley Forge. Yeah, and that's true. And then we did Union Town, and I double booked yeah. you guys at a fire hall gig, and you're like, oh! "Go to." And your father went, and it, and it was raining. And, and the wild and card, 
Yeah, the wild, the wild card. card drove us. I have never been so scared in my life. <laughs> Dude, I remember I that. I, oh, my God. I, I thought that I bombed and I got off stage. I was really upset. And Richie uh, later on was like, so what, you, you don't think it, it went that well? And I'm like, you know, I, I don't think that, you know, it was okay. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being hard on myself. And he goes, well, no, you should be hard on yourself. And I was like, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you should. We always yeah. talk about uh, um, there's always two shows going on. There's one for the audience and there's one for the comics. And uh, I've actually been around Brendan for two first. One, he uh, he performed in front of his girlfriend's mom for the first time. And then he also performed yeah. when his parents were there and his girlfriend was meeting his parents for the first time. Well, oh, wow. yeah, so it's a lot of pressure. But I, I, I sat up front. Uh, my girlfriend brought a bunch of her friends. So I sat next to her while Brendan was on stage. And I'd never been so close to stage while my own comics were performing. And I saw Brendan's facial expressions. Like, <sighs> I saw that going a lot better. And he just went, so I laughed. And my girlfriend's friends go, are you pre-laughing at a joke? I'm like, no, I'm laughing at Brendan's agony because he thought that joke should have done better. Yeah, you've seen me through literally every bomb I've ever had. So <laughs> it's been great for you to watch my journey of, of bombing. Well, what, one thing we want to get to, uh, first of all, uh, Colleen just was tuning in, said she saw you at uh, Soul Joel's, and Deanna said, Mark probably functions better after a six-pack. 100% true. 100% <laughs> true. So, uh, Brendan, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, – the um the short video sketch that you did and it starred Mark and also uh Richie. Richie gets yeah, to play so your dad or grandfather. <laughs> we're not sure which. <laughs> Honestly, there were people, and I'm gonna say this, Richie. Don't take offense to it, but people were like, "That I can't believe you really. Your dad's a good actor. That you had him do the video." I'm like, "That's <laughs> not my dad. That's my buddy." <laughs> Are you serious? Why yeah. would they think that? We're dumb, dumb idiots. Yeah, I don't know. They don't know. Well, it's mostly because you're both Irish and you all look alike. Um. I mean, <laughs> you are very Irish, Irish Catholic. I mean, all right, but I, I don't know. It's just weird. I mean, yeah. No, we're Brendan. When we were in Florida on tour, everybody thought our opening act guy, this guy Bob, was Brendan's dad. He made a yeah. joke about it, like, my son did really well. Now I'm going to bring up your headliner. And after the show, people were lining up, like, that's so cool that you do comedy with your dad. Donigan's well, real father gets this so hard because every comedian. I, often, I don't father. know how much is it that other people look older. I think that especially, like, a couple of years ago, I look so young that I think people think that I'm 16. So that makes it a little bit more realistic that somebody could think that you're my, my actual dad. I'm old <laughs> enough to be your dad. That's true. I'm like way old enough to be your dad. I'm old almost old enough to be your grandfather, bro. Dude, here's the, here's the funny fact. So Richie and I went to the same school. And after that show that his what girlfriend was dad? at. Yeah. And his dad. dad right. He didn't yeah, go sorry, to Wagner. John. And he didn't go to Wagner, but he dormed. He lived there. He lived there. He yeah. went to St. John's, right? Yeah. yeah he was. Uh, he, he went to some college and dropped out. I mean, worked out great. <laughs> so so, um, talk, so yeah, talk about the, the whole family's really proud of him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. I love your dad. Um, uh, so 
God, show the clip. I, I was going to say something about this, but yeah, yeah, I played you, Dad, in the clip. But I mean, like Robert Reed looked like the three boys. It didn't mean he was their their father in the Brady Bunch. I don't understand. Like, what? we don't. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's just weird to me that people yeah. go, "That's your dad." Just, I don't know. Yeah, it's just really right. good acting. Here we go. Yeah. It just shows really you how great Donegan is. next in line. You heard about what happened to Mitch, right? What happened to Mitch? Killed himself. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? All right, man. Fuck with your money. Jimmy. Well, that's not how I remember it. Well, yeah, we were blacked out. I mean, since when do people take baptism so seriously? All right, Mom, I gotta go. Yep. Well, Marcus. It's Philip. Yeah, man, have a seat on the couch, man. I'm, I'm psyched for you to be here. It's gonna be lit. I brought the couch in here. It was too corporate. You know what I mean? Like, we had a chair in here before, and, uh, you know, you gotta come in here. Sometimes you gotta take a nap. You know, you have a long afternoon. You know, so you hit the bathroom. You might gotta rub one out. You twist one off. You come back in. You're tired. That take a little siesta. You got the couch right there. So you know it's perfect. That's why I brought it in. Yeah. Sure. Are you a yogurt guy? Karen, can we get two yogurts in here and two uh, Monster Energy drinks? No problem. I don't need a Monster Energy drink. It's nine in the morning. I. uh... I do need to talk to you about managing uh, some money. I recently came into, I haven't said this out loud, but I recently won $600,000 in the lotto. Fuck you. Excuse me? You won $600,000 in the lotto? Six? Zero, zero, zero? No, it's six zero 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 zero. What's that? As a baby, it's business. You know what I mean? Hold, we are fucking rich, dude. How long have you been a financial advisor? I'd say two, maybe two weeks now. Anyways, back to this lotto money. We got to invest. I'm thinking first things first. I'm thinking boat. No, I'm thinking you need to. Uh, uh, go into my finances and work on my portfolio i i, I need to speak to a, a, a senior advisor here mm -hmm. yep i hear you 
Sorry, I got so many ideas just flowing through my brain right now. I'm just thinking we invest, right? Amazing.com. You with me? You heard of this? It's a new tech startup company. It's a website. You can literally buy anything on there. It's amazing. You mean Amazon? CBD oil for babies. Helps them sleep better. An online fedora shop. We started nonprofit for turtles. They're big right now. And for tax purposes, of course. We do a music festival with a bowling alley with strippers and boneless wings at the best of four worlds. You heard of vegan food trucks? We do it bigger, we do it better. Vegan monster trucks. We remake Goodfellas with Zac Efron and The Rock. Can we afford The Rock? Netflix. We do a physical Netflix store. You know, like how Blockbuster used to be? They were the shit. I... I... I need to speak to somebody who has actual work uh, experience. This is fucking ridiculous. I, if I can't speak to somebody who knows what they're talking about, I'm walking out the door. Guy walks in my office with bad energy after winning 6K. Hmm. I'm confused. 600K. Okay, yeah, great. Even better, dude. You're good. Look, relax. It makes you feel any better. I'll call my dad. He's our senior advisor. He'll take care of you. Karen, can you call that old sack of shit in here before I lose this sale? Sir, I am so sorry. How can I help you? Look, I'm just looking for a more senior advisor to help manage my finances absolutely well i have more than 30 years of experience and i am more than happy to advise you now i understand you came into some money and i would just like to apologize about my son clearly he doesn't know what he's doing now my son tells me that we're looking at 6k 600k wow well that obviously changes things. Now, with money like that, and I don't know if this has been discussed, but in terms of investing, I am really thinking... Boat. Hey, Dad, you might want to come outside. The goddamn cops are here. Oh! Looks like I'm wearing a wig in that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, Joel, can you uh, write down the guy who directed it and put him in the uh, feed just so we give him a little shout-out? John Roberts, my boy Sean Roberts. He just texted me. He goes, this is a nice story, Brendan. I go, what are you talking about? He goes, the live feed that you're on right now, you dipshit. I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> he did a good job. He was great. He was yeah, really man. good. I um, did an indie film with him, and that's how I met him. And, uh, I mean, he, he just knows what he's doing. He's fun to work with. And, like, he gets the timing and stuff like that. So he, he did an awesome job. Yeah. I So this is just a testament to how quickly you move in this business because you got in, you started doing comedy. You were telling us earlier, and it's a fantastic story. You just went up to somebody who owns a club and said, I want to do this. And yeah. you started a career. That's amazing. 99% of the people out there do not have that uh, happy of a story. And uh, you moved forward, and then you started writing. And yeah. you wrote this sketch, and you were in a film. You should talk a little bit about the film you worked on. And friended yeah. the guy who was shooting the film. And then it's you so shot weird, a sketch with him. 
Yeah. It, it's so weird how it all happens like that. I, I sort of had the same thing, you know, with originally I thought I wanted to be more of an actor and I thought that getting into comedy would be a good way to get into that. And now I completely reversed. I'm like, stand up is what I love doing and buy some fun acting gigs on the side. That's great. But I, uh, I had been auditioning for a couple roles. Um, and then I uh, got this audition for this horror film, this indie film that I thought, you know, seemed cool. And, um, I, the auditions were in New York. So I took a train up there. I went up, I met these guys and I had a, my Philly sweatshirt on and I uh, was in the audition. They're like, Oh, like, you know, talking about Philly sports teams. They're like, are you from Philly? And I'm like, yeah, I just came up. I, I took the train. They're like, Oh, we're from Philly, dude. Like we've been doing most of these in New York, but like, so we just sort of had that connection right off the bat. They and said, if you can give film. me a ride home, you get a part. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. So we took, took, the, uh, took the train home together, um, but no. So we we uh, you know we became good friends on the film, and you know uh, I went to his wedding. Like Sean's a really good friend of mine now too, and um, it was just happened from going to this random audition, becoming friends with these guys, and then afterward, you know, I started wanting to write some sketches and producing that stuff, and uh, so I asked Sean to to direct it, and then I wanted to have all my friends act in it because i'm like i want to do projects but i want to do it with people that i know and that i can have fun with so i'm like if i can write something specifically with like richie mark and like some of my other friends in it um that would just be fun and easy to put together and, and that's what we did so it was uh it was a lot of fun it was Dude. fun it was oh god i just had so much fun that day with but do i kept he kept making me say i'm thinking boat so many different ways you know <laughs> Yeah, and I remember when I remember when I fell oh, off the chair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's the greatest moment. It's funnier than when your phone falls. <laughs> well, full disclosure: we taped this on a Sunday, and Daddy had to get back to his NFL games. Yeah, I I miss yeah. football for you, you bitch. Yeah, well, I mean, New York. I mean, it was a it was a big sacrifice. We we appreciated having the celebrity there. Well, here we'll, we'll break down the fourth wall. Uh, we woke up. We woke up late, and we didn't get any food in his tummy. So he woke up a little. Uh, he arrived a little hangry. Yeah. <laughs> For me, both of us. I didn't. I, I missed that. It, it cut out on me. So I didn't that doesn't matter. Saying. Back, back to you guys. So how, Brandon, How long have you been doing comedy now? Um, I started really that Kevin Farley show was kind of when I really started to do it consistently. That was August, 2017. So, so almost three years. Because Joel, do you remember, um, two years ago, I recorded a CD that we have plenty of, and we have to start selling by the way. Um, <laughs> at, uh, the Mark's club, actually the club of Connecticut, Mark, the theater. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Bridge Street. Bridge Street. And it was on St. Patrick's Day. Memory. Yeah. It was on it was on St. Patrick's Day. And I That's had been saying I, I had just kind of really signed with Joel. And I'd been saying to Joel, I go, Yeah, you got me. That's great. But you need to find the guy. We need that young guy who has that TV ready act. That guy. And remember, Joel, I kept saying that to you, he's got to be a good looking guy or you know, girl. We can, and they, we need that act. To carry us on his back. Yes. One day, so, so we're at the show at Bridge Street, and I'm having a conversation with Joe, and I'm about to do my CD. 
I'm about to record. And Donigan's opening for me. Yeah. And as I'm talking to Joel, I just hear set up, punch, set up, punch, set up, punch. And the audience is going crazy. And I look at Joel, I go, oh, that, that's the guy. <laughs> that's the guy. The guy I've been talking about. And I can't believe you'd only been doing comedy like nine months at that point. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what happened um, last week or two weeks ago. It was actually the last show that we did before all this happened. We got shut down. Uh, Julian McCullough was in my, you know, who's from my hometown. We did a gig. That fundraiser, actually, Richie, you did last year, and Mark, you right. did the year before. Yeah. Um, so it's a lot of pressure for myself and for Julian to be performing in front of our home crowd. You got to be clean. Uh, but but Brendan went up and crushed. To where Julian was like, dude, what good to see Brendan. I guess he got a lot better. Like yeah. he had just he had just gotten off the plane from LA, didn't do a set in a couple of days, and and he was going in front of his hometown, and he was legitimately a little nervous to follow Brendan. Really? I don't think he was, well, I don't think he was nervous, but it was a nice compliment <laughs> for sure. <laughs> he had a, but, he had a really but, well. I, I wasn't done with the story, Joel, but thank you. Um <laughs> no, that was Brendan, asshole. No, no, we, no. That escalated quickly. No, no, I was in the middle of the story, and you had to interrupt it to drop Julian McCullough's name as usual. I'll pick it. I'll pick it up. I'm sorry. I'll pick up that name I just dropped. Watch your feet. So, so a few months later, July, July, August. So that was March. So in August, this is 2018, right? So 2000. August of 2018, I'm shooting my first special. Yeah. Uh, thanks to the great Gino, Gino's cheesesteaks, che Gino Bento, which is burned out, which you can see below me. That's the name of the special. It's out at Vimeo right now. Go buy it or rent it, please. Anyway, is anyone going to look at me while I tell this story? Joel, no, Mark? I mean, I'm listening. Texting each other going, this is the longest fucking story ever. <laughs> anyway. Hashtag so, yawn. So I say, to, I, I say to Mark, to Joel, I need Brendan to open that show because he opened my CD and crushed, and the audience was amazing. I said I need Brendan to be my op to be my opening act, and uh, and Madden was Madden was my my warm up, and he was tremendous, and it didn't even dawn on me the pressure that I was putting on this kid. You know what I mean? Because yeah, he had. He hadn't been doing comedy a year. Like, I can't imagine someone a year in telling me that. And I, I found out later from a friend of ours that while we were all running around getting everything ready that night, it was crazy that night. Brendan was sitting next to them. And at one point, he just went like, <sighs> like that. And, and she said, are you nervous? And he goes, yeah, I'm really nervous. And it didn't dawn on me. Like, of course he's nervous. Yeah, yeah. He'd only no. been doing comedy for a year. It was a yeah. hundred people. Yeah. It was 150 people. They're all there to see me. And, and you, dude, you went up and you killed that night, too. You killed that night. One of my favorite parts about opening both of those shows was for your special that you taped. I remember sitting there and me, you, and Madden were talking, and they had the cool backdrop that said RB, Richie Byrne, in the back. I go, damn, that's cool. They're going to let you keep that? You go, nah, nah, I can't keep it. They already said I can't have it. After the show, I see Richie walking out with it under his yeah <laughs> under his arm. Can I just say we need, has it. We need to do a shout out to Marie. 
Marie Marie <laughs> made that happen. Marie, yeah. uh, how do you say her last name? Arnich? Yeah. South Philly so, Marie. Shout out to you, Marie. Thank you. Thank you, Marie, because she did. Marie was like, we're not leaving here without this sign. And I'm going, Marie, just I don't even want to be here. You're embarrassed. She's like, we're, we're not leaving here without the sign. And she did make that happen, in all fairness to her. Hey, two things. One, shout out to Mike Somerville, who just started tuning in. Yeah. Somerville! Show's over, Mike. Thanks. <laughs> and also, uh, earlier today, I did a, a T-shirt video in a women's woman's a women scoop neck t-shirt with all this jewelry and Gino Vento called. He goes, I saw your video on Facebook. <laughs> no punch, just the Gino voice. <laughs> <laughs> you notice no one's told any stories about the night Joe killed Joe killed. <laughs> We're saving that before. one. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Richie, you're taping too. I forgot, but uh, I had sort of a, a quick bomb from that the uh, album taping, not the uh, the special. But it so I did like ten minutes. But this was how new I was to comedy. I was I thought it'd be a good idea to lead with a brand new joke, and it was a very specific reference to. Do you know the movie Get Out, the Jordan Peele movie? Yeah. it's about. Yeah. So. A lot of people don't know that movie. I thought it would be good to leave with that joke because I'm like, all right, I'm going to forget it. And it was like, uh, <clears throat> people say that that movie's unrealistic. I don't think it's unrealistic. You know why? Because no white guy wants to know what it's like to be black that bad. I'm like, sure, I'd love to have a penis that big or be able to dunk a basketball. But I also like not having to overcome obstacles. Flat. Just <laughs> no. Just nothing. That nothing. was what I led with, and then I'm like, I better quickly get back to the my act here, and then I just I quickly jumped back. But I didn't know at the time. I thought that was a good idea to leave with a brand new right. joke, and it you, bombed. You got that silence, and then you went. So people say I look young. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, traffic's weird. <laughs> so guys, uh. When's the when the uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. I had something. I'm used to being cut off by then. Um, we'll, we'll, uh, fix it. we'll fix it in post. Yes, on the live show. <laughs> this is live. Oh, dude. Uh, <laughs> so, Somerville just said, "What's the order?" So, uh, you know, we're all friends here. We all we always work work together. Uh, Richie stopped by when Somerville headlined at the Valley Forge Casino oh, last year. It. And he was sitting down. He was sitting down, and uh, Somerville walks in and goes, "Richie, good to see you." So, what's the order? <laughs> and he goes, "No, no, please let let Richie close it out. I'll do five minutes. I'll just do. I'll just uh, as hey, as long as I'm close, as long as I'm getting paid the same, I don't care." Yeah, yeah. Somerville, I feel the same exact way. No, but that's what's awesome about all of us being friends. You know, uh, obviously, I cared a little bit because I'm I'm the one paying. But uh, as long as it's a good show, yeah. yeah well, if the money's the same, I'll do any job, including yeah. sleeping the floors. Well, you got me for free that night, Joel. So you know, it's a really good show. All right. Well, you're listening to drinks, jokes, and storytelling. That's <laughs> Mark's supposed to do. <laughs> Get us out, Mark. Brendan, thank you so much. Dude, I've been a good man. Uh, Follow him I, on I Instagram. Love... 
Love the podcast. Thanks for having me on, you guys, and uh, miss you guys. We need to uh, to get together once this thing's done. Yes, and, and hug. Follow Soul Joel yeah. TV on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, burned out, burned out on video, Vimeo. I'm just gonna say you're listening to drinks, jokes, and storytelling. Thanks. Last call. Thanks for listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. 